You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. The full article and all the resources that accompany this episode can be found at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash pooping during labor. I want to thank these sponsors for this episode. You can save 20% off boppy.com with the promo code PregPod20. Boppy makes a lot of great products, and I'm a big fan of their pregnancy pillows. I have tested all of these out, and they are all really comfortable and give support in different ways. They range from a wedge pillow that's going to just support your bump or your back all the way up to a multi-use total body pillow. You have four different options to choose from, and I know that you're going to find the right size and shape pillow that's going to be the perfect fit for you. Getting a good night of sleep is so important for your health and the health of your baby, and the more comfortable you are, the better you're going to sleep. If you want full body support, their total body pillow can be used in multiple ways to keep you and your bump really comfortable, and it's going to support you all the way from your head to your legs. You can view all of your options at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash pillow, and be sure to use that promo code PregPod20 to save 20%. You can also save 20% off insoles from Mommy Steps with the promo code FEET. And this promo code also works on their parent site, Form Insoles, if you want to buy some insoles for your partner. The reason that I started wearing insoles years ago was I was pregnant with my daughter, and there are a ton of issues that can happen to your feet when you're pregnant. And these issues can create permanent changes to the structure of your feet. And I wanted to prevent these things from happening. And I'm talking about things like your arch collapsing, which can make your feet go up a shoe size. And I've dug into a lot of the research on this. And it's true, these can actually help prevent some of these problems from happening. So that's why I started wearing the insoles. And I love them so much that I still wear them now. So please do not wait until you're having issues with your feet when you're pregnant or you're having back pain that's potentially coming from problems with your feet. You want to get these in the start of your pregnancy. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and enter the promo code feet when you check out to save 20%. And I want to thank Zoller for their support. Zoller makes amazing prenatal vitamins. You know that I do my research and Zoller checks all of my boxes for a prenatal vitamin because they really pay attention to the details and they don't cut corners to maximize profits at the expense of your health or your baby's health. If you have trouble swallowing large pills, Zoller makes a mini prenatal. Their Mighty Mini is the perfect solution. It's a really small pill, plus you only have to take it once per day. And right now, you can save 25% off a three-month supply of this vitamin. It's so cheap. It's such a good deal. The mini doesn't contain the same quantity of every ingredient because, again, it's smaller and you only take it once a day. But it's going to cover all of your bases for the vitamins and nutrients that you need, especially in that first trimester when it may be challenging to swallow a large pill. 
To get the promo code to save 25% and all the details on that, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Plus, there's details on how to get some free infant vitamin D drops. This episode, we are talking about a topic that my five-year-old would love. We're talking about going poop. And I know that potty talk is taboo, but let's start with getting over the embarrassment around this. Whatever you want to call it, everybody does it, right? We all go number two, we poop, we have a bowel movement. And just to give you a heads up, it's true that this could happen during labor. So let me spare you having to Google this and sift through some message boards of expecting moms that are absolutely horrified at the thought of doing this. This episode gets into the truth about pooping during labor. As your baby and your body get ready to go into labor, there is so much that's going on internally. And your placenta triggers an increase in prostaglandins. And these affect your body similar to the way that hormones do. And when you're pregnant, prostaglandins are released to help soften your cervix, which is going to help prepare it for effacing and dilating, and it's going to help your uterus contract. And this is why some of the medications that are used to induce labor are prostaglandins. Like your uterus, your bowel is a smooth muscle, which means it can also be stimulated by prostaglandins. And this stimulation can make it common to have a bowel movement or to have loose stools or kind of like a diarrhea before your labor starts or when you're in early labor. Now, I know that may sound bad, but the plus side of this is that it's going to help empty your bowels in those early stages of labor or before it begins. When you're in labor, once you get through that first stage, once you're at 10 centimeters and you start pushing, you're in the second stage of labor. And there's a couple of reasons why you could have a bowel movement during this stage of labor. The mechanisms of pushing is a lot like making a bowel movement. You are bearing down and you're using a lot of the same muscles to push your baby out that you would use when you're on the toilet having a bowel movement. And your bowel runs alongside your birth canal. So during this stage of labor, as your baby is traveling through the birth canal, they can put pressure on your bowels. So all of these conditions are the reason that a lot of women do actually poop a little bit during labor. I know you may be freaked out hearing about some of this, but there are some positives to it. If you do poop during labor, that's a good sign that you're using the right muscles to push your baby out. Another possible benefit of this is that it's exposing your baby to bacteria. And I know on the surface, that may sound like a bad thing. And there's still a lot that we don't know about the science on bacteria and the microbiome. When your baby's in utero, their intestines are sterile, and the bacteria that they're exposed to at birth is going to help colonize their intestines. Babies born via cesarean are not exposed to bacteria from the vagina or bacteria from fecal matter. And in recent years, there's been some research on exposing newborns that are born via cesarean to vaginal bacteria. And this is done with a procedure called vaginal seeding. There was a study that included 18 infants. 11 of these were born via cesarean section. And of those 11, researchers took four of those 
and they put a piece of sterile gauze in the mother's vagina prior to the cesarean. And then after the baby was born, they used that gauze, they pulled it out and swabbed the baby's mouth, face, and their bodies. The researchers took bacteria samples at six different points over the first 30 days of those babies' lives, and the babies who were swabbed with the gauze had a bacteria profile a lot more like babies that were born vaginally than the others that were born via cesarean that didn't have that vaginal seeding procedure. And of course, we're not comparing apples to apples. This study was taking bacteria from the vagina. It was not taking fecal matter. And we're a long ways off from making that a standard practice. And a lot of doctors have expressed concerns about transferring infections like group B strep. The point is that not all bacteria is bad. And in a vaginal birth, your baby is exposed to all kinds of bacteria from your vagina and potentially from fecal matter. A big question around this topic is how frequently does this actually happen? And I dug deep. I really tried to find some statistic on how many women have a bowel movement during labor, and I couldn't find any solid number. But I can tell you from interviews and articles and blog posts from doctors, midwives, nurses, it's pretty safe to say that the majority of women do have a bowel movement at some point. And keep in mind, we're not talking about a huge volume here. It's not going to be like a large quantity. We're talking about a really small amount. The majority of people are giving birth on land, right? Not in water. You're in a hospital setting, on a hospital bed, or at home on a bed, or on a birth center, on a birthing stool, wherever it is. Most people aren't having water births. One of the criticisms of giving birth in water is that the water can be contaminated with fecal matter. And from the research that I've read on this topic, I haven't seen solid evidence that this should be a big concern. If you are planning a water birth, and this does happen when you're in the tub, someone's just going to fish it out of the water. And chances are this is going to happen without you even being aware of it at all. And if you're not birthing in water and you do have some fecal matter on the bed or wherever it is that you're birthing, someone's just going to wipe it away and remove it. You're probably not even going to be aware of it. We've covered a lot of the reasons that this is so common. And for a lot of expecting moms, pooping during labor is still a horrifying and embarrassing thought. And I know because I have been there. And the truth is that it's really not a big deal. Doctors, nurses, doulas, hospital staff, they see this all of the time, and they're really discreet about it. They're going to dispose of it. They're not going to make any big announcement. They're not going to laugh. It just won't be a big deal. But for some expecting moms, it's still not helpful for them to hear that it's not a big deal and for me to just tell you not to worry about it. What I think will be helpful is to have some do's and don'ts. And I can tell you that there is a lot of terrible advice on the internet around this topic. So I want to give you the truth about what you should and should not do. The first is, please do not cut yourself off from solid food leading up to your labor. Eating during labor was banned in a lot of hospitals for a really long time. But thankfully, there is evidence that eating during labor is not only safe, but can be beneficial. And we're seeing those policies change. There's still a ways to go before it is 
widely accepted or encouraged in all hospital settings, but we are making progress. Labor is hard work and it can be a marathon and you're going to need a lot of energy. So eating before labor, eating when you are in those early stages of labor will help give you the energy that you need. Another thing you should not do is you should not be using castor oil prior to your labor to try and clear out your bowels. Castor oil is probably the most controversial method of inducing labor naturally. And that's because castor oil is a stimulant laxative. So it works by increasing the movement in your intestines. And since the intestines are a smooth muscle that's in close proximity to the uterus, which is also a smooth muscle, that intestinal cramping can spread from your bowels to your uterus and cause contractions. In one study, castor oil as used to induce labor had no effect on time and labor. And the researchers stated that overall, the findings leave no justification for recommending castor oil for this purpose. The downside of using castor oil is nausea, diarrhea, and dehydration, all symptoms that you do not want to be dealing with when you're in labor. If you're considering castor oil to induce labor, that's something you should talk to your doctor or midwife about. But using it as a substance to try and clear out your bowels is probably not a good idea. And again, also something you are welcome to run by your doctor or midwife. Another thing you do not want to do is you do not want to give yourself an enema. For decades, it was common and even routine practice to administer an enema to a woman before birth. There were a lot of reasons that this was thought to be beneficial beyond just reducing the chances of a bowel movement during labor. Practitioners thought that an empty bowel would give more room for your baby to be born, that it would reduce the length of your labor, and that it would reduce the chance of infection for both you and your baby. But as it turns out, more recent research shows that getting an enema doesn't accomplish these goals. A meta-analysis that included four randomized controlled trials showed that enemas do not have a significant beneficial effect on infection rates, such as a perennial wound infection or other neonatal infections. And it also did not have a significant beneficial effect on the woman's satisfaction. All of the evidence in the last decade shows that enemas before birth or in early labor are not an evidence-based practice. And while we've largely stopped doing this in U.S. hospitals, it's still common in other areas of the world. One study from a Turkish hospital showed rates of women getting enemas in early labor at over 80%, and that was in recent years. Another study I found in the Czech Republic showed that 60% of women were getting enemas. Thankfully, this is not a routine practice anymore in the United States. There's really not evidence showing that this is beneficial. Chances are, if you do have some fecal matter that's expelled during your birth, it's going to be wiped away or taken care of before you or your partner are even aware of it. And I know it can be stressful. You know, it's one thing if you're comfortable with your doctor or your midwife seeing that, but then this really isn't something that you want to do in front of your partner. If you're really concerned about this, you could choose to have your partner at your head so that they're not seeing what's going on down there. 
You want to be comfortable and you want to feel like you're in a safe space during your labor. If this is something that's really stressing you out, if you are really concerned that you could poop a little bit during your labor and your partner's going to see that and you're going to be mortified, you could just keep them up at your head. Labor is intense, and I know that it's easy to tell you not to worry about it, but you can put your partner in a position that's going to make you feel better so they won't even be in an area where they could potentially see it. If after everything that we've talked about in this episode, you are still absolutely horrified at the thought of pooping during labor, please share your concerns with your doctor or midwife. Hopefully they can help put your mind at ease. Will you poop during labor? Maybe. You might. It's a possibility. But if you do, you probably will not even be aware of it. Your partner's not going to know, and nor will anyone else who is with you during your labor. The only people that will see it would be your doctor, your midwife, potentially a doula, maybe a nurse that's in the room. And to them, it's just a normal part of the birth process. And I hope that you can look at it that way too. To recap today's episode, we talked about kind of a taboo topic. We talked about having a bowel movement during your labor. We went through all of the reasons that this could happen, talked about how it's managed by your doctor or midwife or nurses, and talked about some do's and don'ts leading up to your labor if this is something that you are trying to prevent. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can read the full article and resources that accompany this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash pooping during labor. Thank you to Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. You can save 20% off the insoles from Mommy Steps and the insoles from Form Insoles with the promo code FEET. To check these out, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash FEET. You can also save 20% off your purchase on Boppy.com with the code PregPod20. Boppy makes some amazing pregnancy pillows that are going to help you get a good night of sleep. To see all of your options for the pregnancy pillows, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash pillow. And thank you to Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes really high quality prenatal vitamins. You can always find the current promo code for their vitamins and supplements at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamins.